0: Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! It works out. Is it is it rolling? Yeah, we're going. <laughs> okay. it. it'll get good, and then I'll start the episode there. Yeah, you, you're sure you don't want to start off with the we can talk the about Folgers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a really good idea. <laughs> so let's let's figure this out. So I don't want to spoil it because you know if you do this, then the cat's out the bag. Oh. But maybe we can find some people to help fund this project. You know, just like a commercial for the Folgers. I'm trying Coffee to think how... Coffee chain.
1: Th- I mean, I know it would be just hilarious to see, you know, like how a Starbucks looks downtown. I don't know. Just that, but with the Folgers logo. But I'm trying to like to think of a way to make it even funnier than just that. I don't know. You I don't, just. I don't think there is a way. I think that's just it.
0: They, there's like only, you know, two menu items.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or there could be like the... Equally shitty pastries in the case, like yeah. little Debbie snack cakes, like, oh set my up all God, nice.
1: Little Debbie's <laughs>
0: <laughs> set up in the fucking <laughs> fucking zebra cakes and that's, strawberry shortcake things. That's awful. Do you ever like those things when you were a kid, Debbie cakes? Yeah,
1: I liked the oatmeal cream pies and the Swiss cake rolls.
0: The oatmeal cream pies are good. They they were good. Now so. I'm going to do an intro thing and then from there, we'll just, we'll just fucking get into it. Okay. And it's going to be really cool. Sounds good. This is the intro when I get really loud and over exaggerated. Hello. (laughs) I'll turn, I'll turn my head. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome, please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge today i am drinking some creases from dancing gnome it is a smoked coffee stout it is very delicious and i have an extra can in the fridge for my guest whenever he's done drinking his starbucks that he is drinking uh
1: nathan (laughs) introduce yourself uh yeah i'm my name's nathan king um and i'm drinking some starbucks right now yeah he is a professional starbucks drinker (laughs)
0: as well as a composer Director, filmmaker, musician, wannabe, jerk. yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a wannabe. You just released a new project today, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. Tell me about that.
1: It's an 18-track album called Exteriors. It's under a different name than Nathan King, right? Yeah, I usually, I mean, I usually just slap things on my Bandcamp under Nathan King because I'll just, you know, I'll randomly whip something up and upload it. But I'm trying to get in the habit of being a little bit more serious about it. Yeah, it seems like from
0: what I've noticed because I pay attention, yeah. it seems like things that you're releasing still under. Quote Nathan King, or maybe more like fun beat-oriented kind of yeah exactly fancy soundtracky stuff, and then the other stuff, which I can't even pronounce the name. Can you Ideo, pronounce that for
1: Yeah, Ideomotor phenomenon.
0: Okay, I guess it's not that weird. It just looks weird because you space out the letters all fucked up, and yeah, I can't yeah. like I'm an idiot. Yeah, but anyways, that stuff has been a lot more droney ambient score yeah. type stuff. So was there a was that
1: intentional? to separate those two worlds? I feel like I release a lot under the name Nathan King on that Bandcamp page. Maybe too much, I just, you know, it it may be like a 30 second little thing I whip up and I'm just like, oh, this is is fun, I'll slap it on there. And I feel like I don't take that very seriously and that probably transfers over to other people and they probably look at that like, oh, he's, you know, he just does this for fun and slaps it around and, you know, throws it online. Sure. So I felt like I kind of had to separate the
0: two. I gotcha. So for the idiomotor phenomenon.
1: Idiomotor. Ideomotor. Or ideomotor. Actually I don't even know. I'm a fucking dick. No, I don't even know I don't even know the first word like exactly. <laughs> I just know what it means. Okay. I just know what it means. And it mean it's like uh, the act of someone making motions unconsciously, like kind of like a you know, something would happen if you were uh, working on a Ouija board or something, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I thought that was a really cool definition and the name looked cool too. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." So, I'll that's a really
0: <laughs> appropriate name for the type of stuff that you're doing too. I th-
1: yeah, I thought it was too. Yeah, cuz for
0: anybody who hasn't heard the stuff, you should check it out, but it is very dark, dense, you know, moody. Yeah. It's not like the type of thing that you just kind of casually listen to. You got to
1: yeah, it's you got to commit to it. It's like but that's ex- cool. It's, 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 or extremely casually to the point of where you're almost <laughs> not even paying attention to it. And it's just like sure. playing in the other room and you're cleaning or something. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> now, with that type of stuff that you're doing, just electronic music in general, what kind of sparked like, I'm going to make some stuff with
1: synthesizers? You mean way back or yeah, yeah. this? Um, just in general, at the beginning. I don't want to make this story too long because I feel like I could and not (laughs) really be in control of myself. But I basically, I started playing piano. I played piano for about eight years. As a kid? Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually funny. The first year my mom got a free piano out of the newspaper, I, I think I was six. And I played it so much that summer that she screwed the Like, you know how the thing folds down over the keys? She screwed it shut because I wouldn't go outside and, like, (laughs) play with the other kids. And she thought it was, like, really bad for me, I guess, or Uh something. I don't know. But she screwed it shut for a few months and then felt really bad and let me have at it again.
0: That also seems like a really good idea for a short video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, after, I guess, just I started getting bored with the piano. And then my one buddy showed me Fruity Loops back when it was called Fruity Loops. Is it, is it not Fruity Loops anymore? I think it's just called, I think they advertise it at least as just FL Studio. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that, I think. That,
1: that's correct. I haven't really seen anything that actually It's says, like fucking KFC.
0: It's still yeah, Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken.
1: Yeah. But anyways, I he let me screw around with that a little bit, and it was just addicting and fun. So I got my own computer with that on it, and eventually switched to Ableton, and that was just... I thought it was a zillion times better because you could just do so much crazy stuff. Sure. And so yeah,
0: starting guess, off, it was more casual, making music yeah, for like, fun.
1: Yeah. Were you doing film stuff then too? Now, I, well, I got Ableton and was just basically... Back then, I was kind of really into house music like Dead Mouse and stuff when he first started because I just liked the chords and all that. Yeah. And that was the easiest thing to make with, you know, a DAW, just, you know, straight four, four kick drum. And then you just make some chords. And I like, you know, I always played chords on the piano. So that worked out and it was just easy to make and fun. I wasn't real serious about it. It was just, you know, taking up some time. But then when I did, I got a camera. I don't know really why I got it. I think I just found one cheap and I, I bought it. I didn't use it for a while. And then I started to record just piano things that weren't housey and more, they were more cinematic you know, slower. like cinematic
0: pieces that you were putting video to? Yeah. Well or-
1: at first it started out as just the piano pieces. And I realized that, that it was just kind of boring on their they were kind of boring on their own. And I had the camera, so I was like, oh, I want to film some random trees and stuff to put, you know, throw yeah. this piano part over. And that was a lot of fun. And putting the music over top of that, even though it was just some crappy piano piece and some trees, I was like this is, you know, this the start is so of making fun. a thing. Yeah. yeah so definitely. much fun. Did
0: you have an interest in film and shit prior to getting the camera?
1: Not really. I mean, I liked movies, yeah. obviously, because I'm a human being. <laughs> <laughs> You'd uh, be surprised. There's some yeah. real psychopaths I out know, there. There's people out there that, that my one buddy works with this guy that claims that he hates music. Yeah, sure. Which is, I, I feel like that's a lot. Like, that's just insane. All music.
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I just don't understand how that's possible.
0: I don't know. I don't like lobster. Yeah. Oh. S- some people think that's crazy. And uh, I don't like sports. Like, we, we'd, yeah. you know, yeah. some people sports might. What do you mean?
1: Awful. <laughs> Awful. Don't get me going. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did like movies and things like that, but I never really thought too much about them until I got my camera and started doing that. It just started feeding back and forth. It was like, I made something and was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to film something for this. And then I filmed something. And I can't wait to make something and I for this. To, yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to make some music for this. And then it's just, you know, just snowball effect. Did you have any other people that you were doing any of this stuff
0: with or, so I know now you obviously have people that you work with and collaborate with, but back then when you were starting off, was it just kind of you by yourself Doing weird shit and then showing it to your friends, or do you have friends that were into similar stuff? Uh, I know you um, said you had a friend that showed you the Fruity Loop, so obviously you had some.
1: Yeah, well, I mean we people. weren't great friends. He was just like a friend of a friend type gotcha. thing. Yeah, yeah. As far as the music stuff went, way back then i was just doing it by myself because I didn't think anything of it other other than just something fun to do here and there. Until it's obviously started to get a little bit more serious. But the video thing, I had a long time friend his name was Jordan and he lived down the street he was always into like jackass and stuff so he was okay. he was always filming you know dumb little skits and stuff he was uh 3 or 4 years younger than me so him and his friends were always filming stuff but every once in a while me and him would get together and film some things especially when i got my camera
0: so all this time later you have a shit ton of projects that you've done, all these songs and videos and things that are just floating, <laughs> yeah. and you are in a position where you're like, I want to start doing this stuff more. I guess quote professionally. I don't know. I feel like you already do it professionally, but you want to like not reach <laughs> out to people. I guess. Yeah. And so, what? I mean, what what are we supposed to do? You know, when you're st- <sighs> when you're starting out. I Technically, don't know. you but, you'd be the one you you know you know what, what you're I, supposed I'm to still do. trying to figure this fucking shit out. <laughs> I, I feel like because it's you spend so much time just working on that the art stuff, yeah. And somebody a few years ago brought up the point to me, like how crazy it is that you spend all this time working on your craft, and then when you realize you got to figure out networking and mm-hmm. maybe some business stuff. It's almost like starting back at square one. It's almost like, you know, you're picking up that camera again for the I first know. time and you don't know what the fuck anything is. Yeah. And, you know, you spent like what? You've probably been working on music and movie stuff for maybe close to how long would you say? When I first got Ableton, it was t- 2008. So close to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now you're just getting to a point, you know. Ten years later, when mm-hmm. you feel good about this stuff, yeah, but
1: you, a don't another, you don't have another—you don't have—you
0: don't have another fucking ten years to learn how to yeah. promote and market and shit like yeah. that. So, and it's hard too. I think whenever you're doing stuff that's a little bit outside of the box, which I can relate with a bit with the stuff that I do with Sykes, because I don't really fit in anywhere 100. Yeah, so you always you're going to find yourself trying to squeeze into people that might kind of understand what you're doing, but it's still not yeah. exactly what you're doing.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know. I don't know where to take the especially the this project that I just put out today, like that style, I, I really don't know what direction to take it in. I like mean What
0: what like what do you want to do with it ultimately? Do you want to I mean I don't know, imagine this is something that you want to perform live or is it? I would love to. I imagine then if you were to put together a live performance of this stuff. The idio motor phenomenon, mm-hmm. idio whatever. Yeah. uh, You'd probably want to link up visuals and have it oh, be like yeah.
1: a big fucking thing, right? Definitely, I'd probably want to film my own, like my own whole hour-long thing to match up. You know, as if, as if you're kind of watching a silent yeah.
0: film. Yeah, I'm in this position now, and I think that maybe this is some advice or words that might be beneficial to you too, and maybe we can work mm-hmm. off each other on this where. I spent a lot of time trying to make myself fit into places that I was never going to fit in. Yeah. And it didn't really pay off aside from just making new friends, which is great, but who really needs that many friends? Yeah. People kind of suck sometimes. Mm -hmm. So as far as my art air quote goes, my point of what I want to do now is just do my own thing rather than saying like, oh, like what bands can I play with? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to make this fucking spectacle of a show. And it's like, this is my fucking thing. Yeah, Come yeah. to it. Not like, oh, I'm fucking over here. I'm going to be playing with, uh, you know, Billy Bob and the Cheesecakes <laughs> yeah, yeah. next week.
1: Down the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, down at the Cheesecake Factory outside. <laughs> yeah, at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> you yeah, know? I need to think more that way too. I just feel like I need to get on myself more. I'm really kind of backward when it comes to things like that. You almost have this
0: luxury of like not a lot of people – knowing who you are, mm-hmm. because you can just kind of come out swinging dick. Yeah, Like, yeah. this is my fucking thing. And people were like, what are this? I don't even know who this is. I guess he's serious. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, rather than somebody like me. It's just like, oh, fucking Brian's trying to be hotshot now. I just saw him at the fucking Mr. Roboto project two months ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really projecting, like, I don't, I'm, I, I don't know. People probably think I'm an idiot. No. But I'm trying to do something bigger,
1: you know? So... I think you should, too. Yeah, I need to. I need to push myself in that department. Like I said, I'm just kind of... I don't know. I feel like I'm not very outgoing as far as it actually... Like when it comes down to me actually leaving my little studio oh, area. It's mean, so like I'm so glued here, into that. Yeah, You're
0: here and you got a microphone in your hand. Yeah, but I... Granted,
1: I, you do live less 30, than 100 <laughs> footsteps yeah, from my house. <laughs> I walked 30 feet down the alley to get here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get that. Mm-hmm. In... For a long time, I was the same way, and that was actually part of the reason why I even started doing this podcast three years ago, was because I wanted to get better at networking and meeting new people.
1: Oh, you've been doing it that long? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, been doing it
0: for a while, and it's cool. You know, meet a bunch of people, and
1: yeah, the, the,
0: the big thing, though, is that everybody, no matter what type of music they play or... Even people that aren't from Pittsburgh, they all have the same fucking issues and problems, or they've mm-hmm. had these same issues and they've every every single person. It's like we all go yeah. through it. So it's just a matter of, you know, finding the like minded people, going out of your way to talk to people, even if you don't want to, and just mm-hmm. figuring out what's gonna work for you. Mm-hmm. My opinion, do your own goddamn thing because yeah. nobody you don't, there's nobody even for you to do stuff with if you wanted to. So do your own thing.
1: Yeah, that's another. Or like, that's I'll, I'll problem. have like a.
0: I'm gonna. I'll have a gigantic show, and you can fucking play with me, and we'll just have this. Yeah. We'll just throw like a huge fucking thing somewhere cool, with a big stage
1: and crazy lights. I I thought about trying to get together some some type of Halloween show this year somewhere. Yeah. I thought that would be a cool spot to actually, you know, maybe play a half hour of this of this music with some with some visuals. But who knows?
0: I feel like stuff around those type of like party holidays, mm-hmm. it's hard because people just fucking want to party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody wants to get dressed up and come out and, you know,
1: yeah. watch a yeah, an hour problem. set of, of the stuff of, that you're doing. Yeah. Of like single like one note for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that
0: there's like a really good potential for that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, running out like a theater or something you know mm-hmm. yeah. and then you have like like the oaks or some shit and you fucking get your shit projected and you're up there with a bunch of shit you're just
1: doing your yeah. thing and you turn
0: on a fucking fog machine and make it yeah. a thing and yeah. it's like whoa
1: <laughs> turn on this. a coffee pot and a fog machine <laughs> <laughs> that's, another, that's another thing I, I thought about if I ever did want to attempt to play it live is like I don't even know how I would set it up really because it's there's it's like some of these tracks have You know, 40 tracks in them, and they're all automated like to hell and back. So it's like almost, I don't know. I I don't even, it it just makes my brain hurt even thinking about how I would set it up for live. Sure. You know, I'd probably have to. You'd probably have to compromise
0: with backtracks. Yeah.
1: I would probably have to just lay out mostly everything, really, and play it all as a backtrack and then, you know, leave out one or two or three things that I could actually memorize and remember what to do, where. You know, and do that part live, but there's just, there's just so much going on. I think there's
0: also too you could have not only just set material, but also maybe even improvised. Stuff yeah, I would, yeah, I would definitely as well. So every every show's an experience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, something like that. Now, outside of this album that you just dropped today, mm-hmm. the idiomotor phenomenon, yes,
1: exteriors.
0: That is available on across all platforms, right?
1: Uh, most of them, yes. Yeah. You know the Spotify and iTunes. Really, that's all you need to know anymore, I guess. Uh-huh. So this isn't on Bandcamp at all. Uh, it is on Bandcamp. Okay, it's yeah. on Bandcamp. Yeah, you got it on YouTube's. Uh, no, I'll probably wait a little while to do that. I might actually just wait until I have you know like the visuals filmed for it, and then yeah. I'll put it up. Is all one big you know just mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So speaking of visuals and other things that aren't music, you do some film projects as well. Mm-hmm. We got the uh, the Blue Mountain stuff. If you mm-hmm. want to talk about that at all? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been working on it a good bit, right?
1: Yeah, uh, not as much as I'd like, but you know, it's another thing with especially filming. That oh, kind of my-
0: caters to the conversation of. How much different it is when you're collaborating with
1: a group of people. Yeah.
0: Versus just being able to yes, bang it, out songs mm-hmm. in a day by yourself yeah. and it's done. Yeah. When you actually have to have a team of people and lock down a location and yeah, it's extremely it's not all, hard to do. It's not all your call on like what is good and what isn't. Yeah. It's but it's, yeah, the it's, stuff it's really good. It's awesome.
1: So let's The Blue Mountain Motel thing, that's that I can't even remember exactly how many years ago this was. Maybe three or four years ago um me and my buddy Seth Smiley he's like my film partner when I still lived in Uniontown we first started hanging out we met through my cousin and one day I think it was the first day we were hanging out we were driving and we drove past the Blue Mountain Motel and he looked over at me he was like man he was like that that Blue Mountain Motel would be it'd be such a good spot to film something. And I was like, I know, I always, you know, every time I drive by it, because I drove to work, you know, I pass it on the way to work every day. And I told him, I was like, I think think that every single day. Because he was a writer, and I knew that. So, like, right then and there, we just kind of, we were like, all right, let's just film something there. And we threw together three or four little 30-second teasers, just open-ended little things about the Blue Mountain Motel. And people... Started to like it and ask a lot of questions, and you know we're really interested in it. So we figured we would take it a little bit further, and we wrote a thirty, forty-page script for like a pilot. You know, it was just an open-ended thing, and got some actors from here in Pittsburgh to play in it, and we set aside a weekend last summer and shot it in two days and premiered it in Uniontown at the State Theater, and we had a pretty big turnout. I was about 600 people. Yeah? What yeah. was that like for you? It was fun. I mean, I don't know. Because
0: <laughs> I was there, you seemed very stressed.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I get real shy, real easy, and okay. that was just very, very overwhelming. And you know, the limousine thing, I didn't think all that was <laughs> totally necessary. Our original idea was to do a hearse just because it would be hilarious. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's like our thing. And we couldn't do the hearse. I don't know what happened. We just, we weren't able to do a hearse. So Seth was like, I'll get a limo. And I was like, well, no, if we if we can't get a hearse, i don't want to do anything. I just want to show up. And he was like, he insisted on getting the limo. He's such
0: like a rock star.
1: Oh, yeah. All out. <laughs> and I, I mean, I appreciate that because he's like, we're total he, like, balances opposites. balances you two out like perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, you know, part of me was like, man, I don't want to do this limousine thing. Like, that's, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but... It ended up being really fun, and everybody seemed pumped, and uh, you know it was it was a good time. Yeah, and that stuff you can watch that online now, right? You can, yeah. It's on the website thebluemountainmotel.com. dot We also have another. It's not really. It's not quite an installment. It's not episode two or anything, um, but it's another piece of Blue Mountain Motel coming out this Monday.
0: Nice. It'll be already out then by the time this is up. Yeah, so. okay.
1: Will that be on the website as well? Uh, Yeah, we'll put it to the website. Um, I'm just going to do it on my YouTube, I think, and probably Vimeo, but we'll post it to the website. We shot this one for the Pittsburgh 48-hour film project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In July or June. I forget when that was mm-hmm. already. And that was a lot of fun. And it's crazy because... I feel like this, this one, the this second thing we did about the Blue Mountain is like the quality surpasses what we did last year and showed oh, at yeah? the State Theater by like a landslide. And it was, I mean, you know, we learned so, so much from doing that last year because that was our first thing ever that we filmed that was longer than two minutes long. Yeah. And we immediately jumped into like a 30 minute thing and we didn't really, you know, we had like one little LED light, like a really crappy. Audio recorder. I mean, you ran the audio for it. Yeah. We had a terrible, like, road video mic t- yeah. taped to a broomstick. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't the best setup. I mean, yeah, it, but it the, turned the, out pretty good for what we had, but still, you learned so much more about you got, other things. That's the too. Thing. You
0: have to do that shit in order to figure out what you need to do. Yeah. And that's the thing, kind of going back to, like, you know, the music. With thing. you playing shows or not knowing what to do it doesn't fucking matter because you just got to start doing it. Yeah. That way you can actually figure out what you want to do. So I've been shooting these fucking... I started doing these stupid little one minute videos. Yeah, I saw the one. Is that
1: the only one so far?
0: That's the only one. I have six of them filmed Mm -hmm. already that I've done and edited. And it's funny because that one is like... The audio, the video, everything's off because I like just bought the camera. I didn't know what I was doing or yeah. anything. And then like even in the short amount of time, just doing a couple more videos and yeah. doing some other stuff, you learned so much. It's like the one that I just I finished one yesterday, and it's like a thousand fucking times better. Yeah, like, I almost didn't one. even want to upload the first one. Yeah, I was like, I'm yeah. gonna reshoot it, and I was like, ah, fucking, who, who cares? Yeah, yeah if anything, you know, matter. people will see that it'll just it'll get better. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm not fucking. This isn't like my Citizen Kane or anything. It's a goddamn <laughs> video about me talking about cartoons or some shit. So mm-hmm. it's not serious. But yeah, it just sucks whenever when you find out those things on a big project or something I know, that I know you know is like not just like a little side thing. You know, this is the thing you're showing to 600 people in a theater. Yeah,
1: and honestly, I I thought there was going to be about 150 people there. I had no wow. idea that there would be that many. It was free. I think that obviously helped. We were gonna charge a few dollars, and I was like, you know what? It's this isn't some fantastic, crazy thing, and it's not a ninety-minute feature film. It's only twenty-five minutes long. I was like, let's just not charge anything and take donations, if yeah. But yeah, the forty-eight-hour film project thing—it just it blows my mind how much better quality it is, and we shot we shot it all in less than ten hours, which is. You know, I I was impressed with that.
0: So doing that, did you just keep your location like did you stick to one location or was it two locations?
1: It was two locations. One was at the Blue Mountain Motel and then the other was at the summit, uh the summit inn right at the top of the mountain in Uniontown. Okay. It's like six miles from the Blue Mountain Motel. So it so worked out pretty close good.
0: close together. Yeah.
1: Small crew, I'm imagining. Yeah, we used the Blue Mountain for exteriors, and then we used the Summit for the lobby scene, and then one of the interiors for the hotel. Was that
0: the same lobby that we filmed in? Or was no, that, a that was at
1: the Titlow. Okay, yeah. That, that, how can I forget that, that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titlow Highland House. Uh, it has like four names. Yeah. That place is kind of weird. I feel like some shit's it's, gone down in that scary, place. It's scary, yeah. I think they still, I think, well, not still, but I think they, about a year ago, just opened back up, like, apartments upstairs again. Yeah, I remember like,
0: there was people coming in and out when we were shooting.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe it was a little bit more than a year ago then. But I think a while they were closed off.
0: That's just so bizarre. Yeah. They're probably
1: nice places. I liked that. that's yeah, the only thing. I did, like... That spot for the for the lobby, I think it, it you know it looked a lot better. That actually had like clutter and stuff in that room,
0: yeah, it looked lived in kind of, yeah, we
1: sort of had to make do at the summit for the forty eight hour project. Um, we just had one of those like rolling mini bars that are, you know, like a wedding reception, okay. We kind of had to just throw that in the corner of this big open room and slap a like a plant on the end of it and use that as the front desk, but it's still. Yeah, you know, like I said it turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes something minimal and out of
0: character can also be really uncomfortable too.
1: Yeah, yeah. If
0: you put yourself in the context of that being a real place.
1: Yeah. Like what the fuck is this? And going back to the the thing about, you know, when you learn about your mistakes or whatever and you can get better at it just by doing it or whatever like that. With the 48, we shot everything and we didn't really plan out time length too well and
0: was there a certain time limit that the movie had to be, like a minimum yeah. at least?
1: Seven minutes was, okay. the, was the max. Oh, okay. Was, there, there, was also, there was also I don't think there was a minimum, but seven minutes was max. There were other...
0: Stipulations? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like Friday night, all the teams go. Okay. And each team pulls from a hat. That's how you get your genre. You pick a piece of paper out, and there's two genres on it. You could combine both or take one or the other. We got documentary or mystery, and we picked well, documentary. Kinda, it was, it's kind of mis- yeah, definitely mysterious. It works
0: for you, too. Yeah, yeah. What, we what were, if we, we were
1: really happy because there's, there, were got, like, there were bad ones. What if would have got like rom-com or something? There were there was like musical. Fuck. There were like really hard I mean, ones. that would have been a lot be, of fun. It would, but. <laughs> In 48 hours, that's tough. It's too much, yeah. Because you got to go, put together a song and shit. Yeah, we'd be anal about the audio, too, and yeah. you'd be like, you 30 hours would be mastering the uh-huh. you know, stupid song that you have in it. But each, each team gets their genre. And then everybody had to use the same prop, which was dice. Everybody had to use um, a character named Hunter Drakeley, who was a health inspector. And then everybody had to use the line, did you read my tweet? So that's like where it kind of gets interesting. Okay, so
0: then that's a way for them to make sure nobody kind of cheats. Yeah, yeah, or
1: like upload something that they filmed, you know, three years ago or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uses any, you know, they they, they kind of frown upon using older footage, even if it's 30 seconds long or something, you know. I imagine you probably could have
0: had like, old outdoor shots from the Blue Mountain Motel and it wouldn't have made much like just the yeah, well, like establishing use a couple, shots.
1: I did use a couple older transitions but hey <laughs> it's over now so come come find me. We didn't win anything anyways. Well actually Dave won Dave won Best Actor this year.
0: Nice. Yeah. Probably deserved it. Yeah he's Dave a, kills it. He's a fucking yeah another psychopath. He's a nut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah Friday night you get all the information and then we we flew to Uniontown to Seth's house stayed up till two, three in the morning writing and printing everything off, like all copies for everybody. Met at the hotel at seven. So we had like four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. <laughs> Filmed off and on until about, I think we got done around like six or seven. Mm-hmm. But I think total filming time, I think it was less than 10 hours, which is crazy. Um, me and Heather drove back here to Pittsburgh that night when we were done. And I went straight to sleep. I got up at three o'clock in the morning and started editing. And it was due back at Chatham at uh six PM, like on a flash drive. And Dave came over around four PM and I just got done like cutting it all together, like rough cut. And we realized it was twelve minutes long. Holy shit. <laughs> Which is a like that's almost double you know what i mean how did you do that and somehow i I don't know how but we managed to get it down to exactly seven minutes and it still made sense which is which (laughs) blows my mind like that should not have happened (laughs) that should not have happened you cannot cut something basically in half and it still makes sense but somehow it worked out but the only downfall of that is is that i feel like it Definitely degraded the quality of it and of the whole piece as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a lot of like little weird, you know, just visual things and transitions and long drawn out shots that I wasn't able to get in there to like really capture like, That's probably the mood why it that was I was so going long,
0: for. because it just, yeah, it's just yeah. very tense and building.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love that. It's kind of what sets the tone for like that whole, the whole thing or just like, you know, after something's done, you just like hang on it for 10 seconds when or so. When
0: you upload it to the website, next week is it going to be like the full version or is it the seven minute version
1: it's the full one i did like a director's cut i worked on it this past week and i just finished it last night and it was it was great because i was able to like record like fully and stuff for like every single little you know even if it came down to like you know dave like is sitting in a chair at one point and just moves and like i recorded myself just going you know, oh so you did like all the sounds every and stuff. little because yeah. i love that kind of stuff and i've never i didn't even do it for the the thing we premiered at the state theater but i i just went all out for this and the audio again could have been a little bit better because we did use the same setup okay as we did last year yeah but i i did get some new software like the waves like the like the x noise and the z noise like all those noise I reduction w- plugins and stuff and it helps a lot but it's still not as it's still not where i want it to be yeah but as far as everything else yeah it's I was able to take my time and do like a nice twelve-minute edit on it, so that's what's gonna be up Monday.
0: I want to get some fucking like lavalier mics for the podcast yeah. and stuff, just because yeah.
1: they're not that expensive. They're not, especially if you get the ones that just you know, with the you don't have to get a wireless one. That's yeah, where Even a wireless ex-
0: system's not that. I was looking at. Really? there was a wireless system with four mics. It was like four hundred bucks. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. And that's like not that bad for four wireless microphones. That's not bad at all. I mean, I mean, I never want to spend that much money at once, but I'm sure just like using it one or two times, will be like worth it.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. $100 a mic, really.
0: Yeah. Plus the, you know, you get that comes as like a little uh, receiver mm-hmm. or whatever. Like yeah. A fucking, then there's all the outputs from the receiver that I could just run right into something like the H6. As the yeah, four inputs, boom. And it records, you know, each mic gets recorded to an individual track mm-hmm. instead of it all just being one wave file. Yeah. So that's, you can that's like a nightmare. You can edit everything.
1: Yeah, I'm slowly trying to upgrade the audio thing. I mean, it's just like like I said, the filming thing, it's just not something that I do as often as I'd like. So it's so hard to throw money into it. You know totally. what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's hard. I I did just get the it's like the task Cam version of that. It's like the better, the bigger, bulkier one. It has XLR inputs on it and all cool. that. So the next step now is like a nice one or two nice shotgun mics. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much after that, I've, I'll I'll feel like pretty good about all of my filming gear. And I hopefully won't need to spend any more money on anything. Yeah. Because we do have, we have jibs and steadies and sliders. And we each both have the same camera now, which I think that's, That helped us so much during the 48. Seth did buy the same camera as me like a month before that. Okay. So when it came to like dialogue, we just had both set up at the same time. Nice. And it was just – and it makes the cuts seamless too because you're recording the same takes at the same time Uh with the same audio. And it's like everything's flawless.
0: Yeah. And it's not like using two different cameras where you might have to adjust some color grading and stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean you get two good takes – between both actors and you're done. With one camera, you have to do four good takes on either side. Uh And it's just, I'll never do anything, you know, without two cameras ever again for dialogue. It just made it so easy. It literally cut the time in half. Yeah, we filmed a video
0: for Greywalker once, and we had, um, it was like a video, just like a performance video. So we had four GoPros, Plus yeah. two like people with handheld cameras. Yeah. So it was just we played the song three times. Yeah. And we had yeah, like a like hundred hours of footage. Like twenty. <laughs> I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking line all this shit up and then just you know cut. Yeah. Randomly. that's amazing. There,
1: there's a fucking video. Yeah. It's just investing to get all that stuff. You know. Can this podcast episode be like nine hours long? Because I could just sit here and talk about this this shit forever. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. How long are they usually? Do you About try to an keep hour? Our, between an hour and an hour and a half. Do you try and keep like purposely keep them that mm-hmm. way? Or you just yeah, kinda because, get tired out after
0: Well or is there a limit? There isn't a limit, but there is a limit to what people will deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also a limit to my storage space on my server. Yeah. Um, so typically I find if I upload once a week. Mm-hmm. you know I have 400 megs yeah. a month on my server for the podcast yeah and about an hour long mo- mono so you're like trust is about usually yeah. about a 100 MB yeah so yeah. I have it dialed down to that so the longer the episode is normally I have to like lower the bitrate to get it under mm-hmm. 100 yeah I mean it's just you know microphones so typically if it's at 320 or yeah. you know 80. You no can't one's gonna really know. tell the difference that much. No one's going to know. Especially everyone's listening to it through their shitty fucking phone or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Their little earbuds. Yeah. Do you feel as a producer, the, a lot of the stuff you do would be hindered by the way people typically listen to music? What would be your preferred way for people <laughs> to enjoy
1: what you do? My preferred way as far as the album I just came out with? Definitely not on your iPhone. I actually did just do a quick run through of it on my laptop a few hours ago, and it it really wasn't bad. Like, there's just through the laptop speakers, it wasn't bad. I mean, you are you're missing out on you know like below like two hundred hertz on the laptop. I think somewhere around there probably, but you're still getting some kind of like weighty content through through laptop speakers. But definitely not on a phone. I don't know. I'd probably headphones. Headphones, definitely number one. Yeah. Headphones in the dark. Yeah, in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> in in voked Cemetery. Yeah, on, Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vogtly. Vogtly. Yeah, Vogtly. Vogtly. Yeah, actually, only listen to that album if you're in our cemetery, <laughs> right across the street. <laughs> yeah. And then tweet it so we know to come over there. And murder you while you're while you're listening to it. And you that's, should just, that's the full experience. You should, just,
0: you should just stand by the gate and like hand people CDs as they <laughs> walk past. Yeah, you know that, if like you're like a big safe or like in New York or something and yeah. people are handing out their mixtapes. Do they still just, do that? Yeah.
1: That's insane. Yeah. That's bullshit.
0: And they try to get you to buy them and half the time it's a blank CD that they're selling to you.
1: Oh my god, I never thought about that. Dude, it's a, a huss- it's a hustle. It's a hustle. <laughs> I haven't been to New York in... 8 years and I just feel like that's already I feel like that probably may have, you know, may not be happening anymore, but I guess
0: it is. Oh, it's I mean, it's it's it happens. That's just insane. It's a hustle it doesn't die. You got to you got to support a a local up and coming artist, you know? He's going to be on MTV. <laughs> next big thing. Yeah. With his blank CD. I'm going to New York next weekend. For what? Me and Stacy are going up. She just wants go, to go.
1: Just to go hang. Yeah.
0: She wants to go. She hasn't really spent any time there. Yeah, I'm just like has she ever been there? I think when she was younger,
1: mm. but she's I don't know. Do you think she'll like it?
0: I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't make that statement.
1: I guess I can't either. I can't tell. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I don't. I don't really know too much about her. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind. I, think, I mean, she's quiet. She's a quiet girl.
0: I think she'll be happy to see some stuff. My uh, my uncle that lives up there is in a play, mm. so we're gonna go to that. What's the play? It's like some weird avant-garde drag queen shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like hella sassy. That's, I guarantee that you is, that.
1: That stuff's always it's always fun though. Yeah, it'll, just it'll, it'll it's be so weird. Bizarre. It's not going to
0: be like in Manhattan. It'll probably be in like some weird like basement like, yeah, somewhere. In the subway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to be fucking weird and gross and dirty for yeah. sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Do you have any other projects that – what the hell was that? Someone's getting eaten by a dog outside. I don't know what that is. Nobody can hear it. They're not going to hear it in the podcast, but I we're wish hearing, they could. <laughs> what we're hearing is. Rah, 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 and it's, then, like, it's a little a dog just like. Rah, 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 it sounds like my <laughs> new
1: album. <laughs> At least that guy down there yeah. moaning. <laughs> what were you saying before that um, ghost interrupted us? <laughs>
0: I was just asking about aside from Blue Mountain Motel and Idiomotor Phenomenon, anything
1: else that you're working on? Not really. Um, me and Seth are working on a small five minute short just for you know like the Halloween season. You know? oh, okay, cool. Is it going to um, be something a little bit more goofy or? Is it's it going to b- be pretty related? No, it's not okay. Blue Mountain re- related. Um, it's gonna be pretty serious, but but dark. It's not gonna have like a Halloween theme. there's not gonna no, no masks or anything like that, like I usually do. Yeah. But it's gonna be. Yeah, it'll be pretty dark. Not Blue Mountain well, related.
0: Well, I guess even like Blue Mountain isn't always a hundred percent serious. No, it's kind
1: like, of it's kind of kooky. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's that it's yeah. that thing that probably somebody normal might take seriously and not get, but yeah, yeah. anybody. It's not entirely serious, Of us no. would probably be like, this is, we get it. Yeah.
1: No, as far as the Blue Mountain Motel thing, I kind of laid my ground. I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to put out, because it, it takes, it seems at this point, it's like it's taking one year to get everybody together to do it. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, you can't release an episode every year, you know, it's just not. That's completely outrageous. Nobody's gonna stay interested or care, uh-huh. and it's just insane. So I, I told Seth like you know, the next time we do something Blue Mountain like I I want to do just a ninety minute feature. I want to get it out of the way, a uh, beginning, middle, maybe an end. You know, leave it open ended a little bit. That's what we like to do. But I want to do a feature, and just see where it goes. You know, I don't want the Blue Mountain Motel to be I don't want to be thinking yeah, about it and get, working on that people. my whole life. You yeah. know, I have other things that I want to do too. So, I definitely want to do a feature and put it out there in festivals and just see what happens. You know, rather than like I said, do an episode a year. Which mm-hmm.
0: is, and I feel that you know, if you get the right script and the timing down, you could pro- something that's going to take you that long to film is not going to take much longer than it takes you to film. And put together like a, a twenty-five minute short. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, to put I'm pretty, together something that's three times as long. A lot of it's just. Yeah, I'm pretty confident because we like the slow book pace. Book the extra couple days.
1: Yeah, and we like the slow pace anyway, so it's you know, I, I I'm pretty confident that we could do it pretty fast. You know, we filmed a twelve minute short for the forty eight in ten hours. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that'll happen within the next. Year, it probably, I know it's not going to happen over the winter, so maybe, hopefully, spring 2018 we'll film a feature for that and see what happens. Other than that, um, I guess I'm going to start on a new album. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) because now, I mean, now what you know, you just do you get that way, too? Like, when you, whenever you put something out, you're just like, okay, well, yeah, I guess I'll prob- start again. Well, that's the problem. It's kind of what
0: you have to do. Well, that's, well it's what you want to do, but it's not always what you should do. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know,
0: you spend a lot of time. The last album that I put out, I didn't go into... Well, I kind of had some stuff I was working on, mm-hmm. but I spent m- my... The majority of my focus went into promoting and all that other stuff playing shows and yeah meeting people and not being out in in the world and yeah. telling people about this thing that I did instead of just like well I just want to go back to writing stuff and then you know you release something and nobody knows that it's there yeah so it just kind of i know
1: is there yeah i sat down on my but- computer this morning and like opened ableton it was like a blank slate and i'm like ah, like i almost didn't even want to touch it or do anything but like it's almost like an addiction because when I'm at home well, alone like I don't do anything else it's like I I have to sit there and at least be making some type of noise yeah and I feel like I I, I honestly feel like I'm addicted to it and that's why I can't make progress in any other aspect of it it's it's kind of I don't know maybe I should <laughs> get some help
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no I think that it's just that it's Familiar, it's comfortable. You know how to navigate it, and you understand it's all,
1: it. It's all too comfortable, yeah.
0: So I think it's just a matter of finding that comfort in the
1: other things. Yeah, I need to just maybe delete it from my laptop for a month, and I think that's a little extreme. I don't think it is. <laughs> okay, because well, I want to talk. actually, yeah, like you, like you were just talking. I want to, I want to get the promoting thing done. I want to play a show. Is like going back to what you said earlier. What's the goal or whatever? Uh-huh. Honestly, my goal for music is to play a show once a month and, you know, it's so awesome that you play so many shows with your two groups that you're in, you know, because I I've only played two and it's just so much fun. Yeah. And I've never gotten to play what I love to make, and what I love to make is what I just released today. It's like the dark, weird stuff, and I just I don't know. That That is my goal. I'd be so content with just playing a few shows a year and just people, you know, listening, maybe enjoying it, yeah. maybe being upset. It. Hopefully you know, they would be upset. That's kind of what it's made for, <laughs> is to make you feel a little upset. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's my goal. And it's just, it's kind of a hard goal for me to to reach. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I think that if you look at it, as a whole big picture, it seems
0: a lot crazier than it really is. Yeah. You has got it's like anything else, you just gotta break it down mm-hmm. as if it was a song. It's like, how do you start a song? You know, you start just diddling around on the keys. You get mm-hmm. you figure out a little thing, then you start layering parts, and that's just how your live show is gonna be. You gotta layer the parts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So right now you got the songs done. Yes. At least so that's an important layer done. And then the next big thing that you said you wanted to be a part of it was the visuals, right? Yeah, I need to get that. So done. get off of Ableton yeah. and work on the visuals. <laughs> yeah. And then in the meantime, from there, you know, if you take a break from the visuals instead of working on new stuff, if you want to go in Ableton, figure out how you're going to do the stuff live. Because you got to figure that out too. Yeah. So you kind of got to, che- you know, make little checklists in your head. And yeah, then- it's already
1: given me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Just knowing one- that I'm not able to sit there and just work on new music for five hours a day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you can work on new video content or you can work on, you're still just learning and expanding. Mm -hmm. And it's all part of that goal that you want. You got to think about the end goal. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. That's one thing I don't think about. I always think of like, I look at it completely screwed up. Like I'm just like the way I look at it, you know, the album's done. And like you said, I should be working on the video, working on a show, working on that. But, I don't know, for some weird reason in my head, I feel like I'm not making progress when I'm doing that. And it's probably because I don't try hard enough. You know, I feel like if I'm not actually making a noise or, you know, that I'm not being productive and I hate to feel unproductive, I don't Um, know. I just think I'm insane. I'm 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 just insane.
0: I'm the same way. Like, I, I Stacey had to practically drag me to a show Mm -hmm. this week that I wanted to go to. Yeah. And the whole reason I didn't want to go, I'm like freaking out because I have a bad day at work, and I'm like, I don't want to go to the show and watch other people doing what I want to do. I I'm should be at home way. working on my own fucking thing. I'm I don't want to watch way. these assholes that aren't as fucking cool as me. You yeah. know, to start getting all <laughs> egotistical and self defeating at the same time. Like, that, like that's that. Yeah, you know, that, that just is like, that's, I, I fucking deserve this. Like, what the fuck am I gonna sit here and pay all this money to watch these people do this thing? I should be at home working on my shit. Stacy's all like, what do you have to get done tonight? And I'm like, I don't have to get anything done tonight. But that's not the point. If you keep putting off, you know, till tomorrow what you could do today, you never fucking get anything done. Yeah. So I'm just always trying to just be two steps ahead of myself. And even if I have like a little, my little daily to-do list, Mm -hmm. if I finish it. It's not like oh I can. It feels relax. good. It feels good. It yes. feels good for a second, but I'm not like oh I can relax. I'm like okay, let me get a head start on tomorrow. Yeah, well, something that's just else. Yeah, how I fucking am. Mm-hmm. So, but that's. I think you can see. You just need to find that value in the end product. If doing mm. the shows and stuff is like that's really what you want to do. Yeah. Think about it. You know, it's like that show is that that cup of espresso, Amano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just got to go God through some it. shit to get to get to it. You might not want to get to it and you might not always get to it and you might have to deal with a shitty substitute mm, but mm. at the end of the day you know you're still getting that coffee and the only way you can get it <laughs> is if you you know take the footsteps to get you to get you there
1: yeah by the way the shitty substitute is gone <laughs> Yeah, you're getting me pretty pumped up. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. No, I, I I'm gonna it, make the show thing a priority. But yeah, you, you, I got to do too. the visuals first for sure.
0: And it's, it's, it's stuff that you can do. You know, yeah. you have everything that you need. Yep. There. Yep. To do it. Yeah. So, it's just a matter of you know, patience and persistence. Because mm-hmm. it's not gonna fucking happen overnight. Yeah. You know, it's gonna take you some time. But the thing is, if you work on it a little bit every day, you'll never be able to have that voice in your head that's saying like, oh, I should do this because it's now it's I am doing this. Mm -hmm. It's taking fucking forever. But at least I'm doing it.
1: Yeah. And
0: the fact that you are able to do it all by yourself. I mean, I'm sure maybe you'll want to have like guest people in on some like sort of like visuals, like maybe like actors here and there and things like that. But for the most part, it's you. So the only person that's standing in the way is you. It's not like you have to deal with scheduling conflicts of yeah. other people like you might have to with Blue Mountain and things like that. And you could st- – the other thing too is you could still fuck around and make other music. You could do more than one thing in a day.
1: Oh, I know. It's just sometimes – yeah. <laughs> when I get locked into Ableton though, like I'm I'm locked in. Sometimes I check my email, you know. <laughs> <laughs> once, while I'm working on something, maybe but the plan should in. be,
0: you know, right. for the next little while to start your days doing stuff for the live show. Yeah, and then after that winds down, you could treat yourself with some Ableton at the end of the night.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what maybe, I did.
0: Then maybe you'll never sleep, and it'll just create a huge problem.
1: That's kind of what I did last. That last time when I played that little basement thing with you. Yeah, I, I kind of woke like I. I just kind of made it. Part of my schedule every day. I woke up in the morning and just, you know, did a half or one of the songs into the live
0: setup. I think that that that's important to treat it almost like a work schedule because in a did, way yeah. it
1: is work. It yeah, because it's not it's, fun anymore. It's not like oh, I just it's, yeah, it's something that's already made. All the fun's done. It's hard to call it work
0: if you're not like making money. But yeah. it's still like. Yeah. It's still work. It's not, oh, it's, definitely it's beyond work. being like a casual hobby thing.
1: Yeah, it's definitely work.
0: So you just got to set aside that time and just yeah, I'll, stick to it.
1: I'll do it. Um, especially now that it's done, because usually when I get done with something this big, like I said this morning, I, I sat at Ableton and I didn't really do anything. I wanted to, but I didn't. And I'll, that usually happens when I'm done with something like that. I probably. Won't really want to commit to making. I
0: don't think it's hard to break those cycles. Yeah. You know,
1: I got to get out of that mode too because, like, from now, I feel like if I did go home right now and make something, it would sound identical to something off of exteriors. Yeah. You know, I got to kind of take a break so maybe you you could come back with.
0: The funny thing is that now I got out of the mode of having to work on music all the time Mm -hmm. and finally got myself to that point of promoting and going out and doing shows and focusing all my energy on that Mm -hmm. that now i've had a hard time getting back into working on this sykes album yeah because it's like oh i'm not promoting but then i have to be like well yeah you know everything that you've been doing it's run its course it's time they get the new album together and get a new show together and yeah you're gonna have to take some time off so
1: yeah that's i mean it's just hard to get out of you know if you stick If you work on an album or something and it takes six months and it's all you work on every day for six months that's a big shift in your lifestyle like to to finish it and then the next day you know it's hard to get out of like a groove like that
0: i think you can do it you have you have all the tools yeah it'll
1: it'll happen eventually it has to or else or else yeah. Or else you'll never let me get espresso mono again. Yeah. I'm ever gonna, again. Yeah. I'm going to fucking stand outside That'll, of espresso. It'll sh- be done tomorrow. I'll play a show tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll have it set up tonight. Is there, uh, I don't know, anything else we should chit chat about? How much time do we have? I mean, we're at about an hour now. We hit it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we could
1: talk about anything. No. Yeah, we basically covered all the b-
0: thing, too, is that I know damn well, once I stop this, we're probably still going to keep bullshitting. I know. And it's probably going to be the something good stuff. Pretty good. It'll yeah. be the good stuff. That's what usually happens. Yeah, yeah. That's OK. But that's you don't need to fucking record everything. I also had a bad habit for a while of every time I would hang out with somebody I tried to make it a podcast.
1: Uh, it's yeah. like just
0: fucking calm down. Just hang
1: out with people. Were you people. using like mics and stuff? Yeah. You- yeah.
0: Yeah. It was
1: just kind of like,
0: oh, we're hanging out anyways. You want to do a podcast? <laughs> and it's just like, I oh, don't know. I'm kind of just trying to hang out,
1: you know? <laughs> oh my God. That's such a Portlandia episode. That could be such a good skit. <laughs> like this, like some dude that's addicted to it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, the thing is, like, I was like when I was starting out, I was just kind of, like, desperate for nah, that's something, guests and things, you know? Yeah, I'm just nah, that's something about that I would do, too. It's like, we I, sit
1: around, we have these great conversations, we should record these things. I would do that just for the simple fact that I'm obsessed with, like, little portable audio recorders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I do, I'll whip that thing out at, like, a bar, or, like, at dinner or something when I'm out with Heather and her friends. I'll just whip it out and be like... Hey, say something about your feet or something. You know, let me let me record it. Seriously, I just whip and then just like know. make
0: a sample or something weird out of it.
1: Yeah, or that's it. You just I forget the last thing that I had. Some well, one of her friends was talking about some type of cheese, and she said curls of cheese, and she said it so good, and I you know I just I pulled the audio recorder out, and I was like, please, please say that again, like five times. <laughs> Into this, and I, I still haven't done anything with it. I, li- I listen to it like once every 90 days exactly. Yeah? Yeah. Just like a, a reminder alert. But yeah, I feel the same way, you know, how you said you just wanted to record. You recorded too much. Like sometimes I feel like I, I'm i a little crazy about that too, because I always want to whip that recorder out and this is the- record every little thing. And I'm just like, you know, it's I'm recording the shit that I'm going to forget about or I'm never going to use. And it's like trying to
0: make every second of your day as productive Count- as possible.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like like oh like you know if I have to be out hanging out with some people I don't really want to hang out with, you know, it's can I bring world. my can I bring my camera? And like film something weird that I might be able to use for something cool later, yeah. and make myself feel better about spending this time. Yeah,
1: and then you, really to them, you just look like like an asshole. You're yeah. like, what? Who's this weirdo with his camera at yeah. this small uh, gathering? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he's got to f- remember how to be a person. But it's hard. I've never
1: been good at that. I, me either. That's probably why we ended up uh, making weird electronic I, music. It, ever like, since I moved <laughs> to Pittsburgh, I've been in a basement. Because you know, before I moved here I had a small apartment and my I had a setup like this where it was like just part of my apartment. And then I moved to over on Hatterer Street and was I was in that f- fucking crypt. <laughs> that thing was that thing was beat down there. And then I moved to Brighton Heights and I didn't have, you know, mm-hmm. I was working on with just my headphones and a laptop. I had nothing set up, which sucked. Then we moved over here, and now I'm in a basement again. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been in a basement ever since I moved to Pittsburgh. That's okay
0: though. Yeah. It's a comfortable space. Your new space is cool. Yeah. I like
1: it. it's a good room. Yeah. At least it's a finished. It's basement. not a crypt. Yeah. At least it's finished. Uh huh. And I have we have that nice uh, art installation over there too of the Pittsburgh toilet. The one <laughs> yeah. in the corner with like yeah. the spotlight on it. Uh huh. <laughs> that that thing kills me. You got to do something with that. Yeah. That, again, like,
0: why, why do we think like that? Like, we see a <laughs> yeah. spotlight, on, like, oh, God, we do something creative with that. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Fucking let it be.
1: It's a fucking toilet. Can't let it be. Yeah, we gotta go up there right now <laughs> and do something about it.
0: Yeah, we're going to. So, we're gonna end this conversation. We're gonna film a toilet.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: um, I'm gonna do my outro and then we will go uh, for it. That'll be it, and then okay. I'm gonna have that
1: beer. Yes, I'm going to give you a beer. sounds gonna, good. I didn't know it was a coffee beer. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to have good. another beer. And then I'm <laughs> probably going to have
0: some more after that because okay. it's Friday and I'm going nuts. <laughs> and that's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Nathan, thank you for coming over. Thank taking you. Taking the footsteps down the alley to get here. Really excited. I have not listened to the release that you put out today. But I will check it out. I'm pretty good about cool. keeping yeah. up. I'm subscribed to you on your YouTube's, and <laughs> I saw the you've released a few videos recently. Yeah, just things.
1: Little, yeah, just little
0: little things are cool though. Little things, yeah. There are a lot. It's it's a lot cooler than a lot of other people's stuff. <laughs> Thank I will you. say that. So I definitely want you to do more stuff, and I want more people to know about what you're doing. Thanks. I like appreciate it. it. And uh, yeah, I'll be back again next week with another new episode. Same time, same place. Same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2017. Woo! Woo! You want to give me a whoop-whoop? Whoop-whoop. Thanks for listening.